They dry and I don't even care. All right. It's the 171st episode of the Mina's House podcast. Welcome, Amina. Say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Dex Stucky. What you say? Your lips is dry, Garnett? <laughs> That's what you were saying? Probably that too. No, I said I'm eating fries, but probably that too. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. My lips are dry, like super dry. And I'm like, damn, I don't got time to get no water, no chaps. That's why I was running late. I had to moisturize. <laughs> we we see though, Mina came popping with that red lip. She did not come to play. I did yeah. not come. I didn't come to play with you hoes today. Yo, let me tell you, ever since we've been having to wear these masks, I feel like everybody's lips be looking crusty when the mask comes off. Mm. Like, and then the breath be kicking. I'm like, y'all gotta wash it. Y'all gotta look out for your hygiene, even under these masks, please. Have you smelled your own breath under these masks and yes. been like... Have you ever ate something and then put the mask on and you're like, what the hell? What uh-huh. you thinking? Exactly. Uh, look, so we got a lot to talk about today. Let's hop right into what's in our feed. Quavo, sweetie, it went down in the elevator. It's going down in the elevator. Um, there's video. Um, there's a shortened video and then a long video. So if you watch the long video, you see that uh, Quavo and sweetie, there was it looked like a little shoving and pushing match. Um, sweetie takes a swing at Quavo. Uh, he drags her into the elevator and then knocks her down. She's crying on the on the floor. He's just sitting there looking at the camera. <laughs> you would think after he looked at the camera, like, oh, damn, I'm being watched. Let me go see if she's OK. Nope. He stood right in the elevator, walked out, held the door open and said, you coming or not? Nah? That was that was how he stood right outside the elevator door. Uh, this literally broke the Internet. Salon started trending because of this. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce's elevator fight came back, you know, uh, and was trending. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on this? I'm, I'm not an advocate for domestic violence either way. Either way, I don't approve of, the, of it at all. Um, I do think it's quite hilarious, though, that they did bring up these other incidents. <laughs> Salon, she she got the one-two punch. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, this is just another unfortunate situation. I mean, I, I'm not sure what sparked it beforehand, um, you know, whatever they really got into it for. But, you know, just to be fighting in public like that, to be fighting, period, to be able to, you know, there's somebody that you say that you care about either way. And, you know, you're squaring up with this person and also, you know, you're dragging a person into an elevator. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't I don't like it either way it goes. So I hope it work out. Did y'all see when the elevator opened and then the guy was like, no, I'm not going in there. Right. He was like, bye, y'all. <laughs> y'all could go ahead. I, I just think, like, overall, like, this goes back to the whole thing of you just never know what people are dealing with. Like, just seeing how the whole situation played out, to me, this wasn't the first time that the two of them have been in a physical altercation. I think it's sad, and I think it's one of those things that, like, it's great that, as far as I know, that they're not together anymore. But at the same time, though, I think there needs – I'm glad this is out publicly because, like, a little bit of humiliation really does help people heal sometimes. And, like, for him to come out and say when she put, put him on blast – for him to say, like, you're not the woman that I thought you were. And we were all saying, like, the nerve of him to say that after he cheated. But it's like the nerve of you to say that after knowing the two of you have had a toxic relationship. And then I think it goes what's really scary to me, like this situation was bad. But then just to see the, the comments on social media, like that really was just like, like there are grown men and grown women saying like he did nothing wrong or right. she did nothing yeah. wrong. And then I saw um, Adrian Bronner, like his statement really like yeah. I just it was just like a slap in the face. Seems like this is what black love is. And it's just like, no, it's not like this is actually toxic. And this is very sad that these kids are going through this. Right. Yeah. I thought it, 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 the same thing you said, Dex, like what we saw was probably just a snippet of what they go through, because that couldn't have been the first time. And it may not have been the last. It seemed like one of. Um, and again, I think the bigger thing was regardless of who threw a punch, because again, we don't know what happened before those elevator doors open to lead to that, but there obviously had to be some kind of argument and confrontation. And again, to your point, to be in a public, you're in a building, her building, whoever's building, but you're in a public space. So when you start getting into it in public spaces, I can only imagine what happens in private spaces. And the fact that to Mina's point, when he looked in the camera, 
and he knew that he was on camera and he that didn't care continued to sob in that corner and it was never like a well let me just like comfort her real mm-hmm. quick because i know this camera's recording this it was like whatever pick up these bags you coming out or not like what are you what are you doing and that's the thing is for people that are like well she hit him he didn't really hit her he did drag her in there again i'm not advocating whoever hit whoever first nobody should be hitting anyone but then the thing is, she was kind of limping out. If you notice on the video, like she wasn't walking out like she could. She probably was hurt. You know what bothered me? Just the justification of abuse. You know, well, yeah. he didn't punch her. Well, you know, um, well, she threw the punch. It's like, oh, that video is old. It's from last year. Like, what does all that matter? That doesn't justify the actions that are happening in the video. And if you really look, He's like lunging at her when she's throwing a punch. She could have been defending herself, but we don't know. So people for people to jump and be like, well, she threw a punch just because someone throws a punch doesn't mean they deserve to be dragged into an elevator and then dropped on the floor. Remember, Solange was throwing kicks (laughs) and Jay-Z was like, let me grab on this foot and chill. You know, (laughs) like that shows a level of maturity and restraint that that man has there. So the justification of this being okay. Well, he didn't punch her. This is abuse. And I just think for me, the ease that he had in looking at the camera, there's so much body language there that tells you that this is not the first and this is not the last. And this is regular behavior. If this was like a one-time incident, he probably would have went down to console her. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm sorry. Especially when he saw the cameras, like you even <laughs> immediately. He, I, didn't, he don't care. He has he no remorse. The, only, the last thing I'll say about this situation though, and like we've seen elevator fights, we've seen Bow Wow in the elevator fight. We've seen this situation, the Jay-Z oh. Beyonce Solange situation. Um, we need to get some audio on these elevators. I, like we can't, <laughs> well, no, we need to know what they're saying to each other. What do you want to hear, Dex? What, what do you think about it? Think about it. With the Beyonce and all them situation, we still don't know what happened. If there was some audio in the elevator, we have a pretty decent idea of what was being said. Like I want to hear it because <laughs> well, the videos they ain't helping them. That's not helping. Well, so it's funny. It looked like Solange was waiting to run up on him and get in the elevator. Like that was a private space, right? Like you know when something's in you and you're like, I can't right. wait to get in the house, or right. like I can't wait to get in this elevator. Like you can't wait to get somewhere where you think it's private to address what's mm-hmm. going on. Because literally, as soon as they got in the elevator, she was in the corner, like you know, like. Hand and then he grabbed her hand. Child, why did he grab her hand? That's what set it off. Solange don't play. was like, right. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm like a Solange because it's funny. I said this on air. You, you, people are like, well, she swung first. Let me tell you, if you attack me, I'm swinging. I'm swinging. You attacked me. Like I'm not. I'm not about to let you just sit here and hit me. Period. So I'm. Listen. I'm a Solange. You grab me. I'm. I'm hitting you. I'm kicking you. I'm not kicking you. But <laughs> but but it's like it, people. Women get. Women get. Um. Women get dragged for the defending themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like don't put your hands on anybody. Period. Yeah. Both both sides, right. because if I'm in your face and you're grabbing my hand, that's not cool, bro. Don't grab my hand. Don't grab me, period. Well, or you're going to get re- wanna... or you're going to get a response from me. Right. One thing I want to say to you all. And again, it's totally unfortunate that it happened. And I'm not saying that for this reason. But I do think it's funny that the Migos released new music today. <laughs> like, And then this kind of happened. I'm like, because I just was looking earlier, all the videos, like, oh, Migos new song, da 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 Then I scrolled through, like, wait a minute, what? listen that was a cover-up because then earlier today they said that the Migos had run up on Justin LaBoy uh because he did that interview with Sweetie and Justin Combs Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's true I don't know if that was an internet rumor sometimes I look on the internet I don't know what's real anymore yeah (laughs) but that's a distraction is what it is do you guys want to hear any of them address this or do you think it's like just leave it alone the relationship is over let it go do I want to like actually hear it? Hear it? No. Yeah. Would I mind it? No, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> if that's what y'all decide to do with y'all personal business, I hear y'all. But 
I just I just don't think we'll get honesty out of it. So I'd rather not hear it. I'd rather them deal with it separately, like through therapy or through like communication with other people. I just don't want you guys to put a, a public statement to 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 do fan service. Like, don't do that. Like, if you guys are going to address it, address it head on and talk about what actually happened. And I don't think they're going to be willing to do that. Right. And the relationship is over. It's kind of dead at this point. Like, why even hash that up? I mean, to your point, Dex, we kind of see more of what was what was going on in that relationship that led to the abrupt uh, breakup. But a lot of women deal with this, you know, um, especially men with power. Sometimes they think they could, you know, treat women however they want to treat them. And then we victimize them. You know, we attack the victims. Yeah. So uh, moving on, <laughs> Little Nas X broke the Internet. Um, he released a video, Montero, Montero, whatever, however you say it. Um, so the video is supposed to be him acting out his innermost fantasies. He clearly says that in the beginning of the video. So that's why the whole video is absolutely bizarre. The most bizarre thing is he's sliding down a 60 inch pole in nothing but tight shorts and, um, (laughs) some heels and he's thrusting in the air. So people were talking about how disgusting this is. What a breakdown of moral society this one little video is. How did you guys feel about it? I feel exactly what they said. Like it, it, is, it is a breakdown of society. It's very immoral. I was very offended as a Christian. And I think that that you know, was, was very distasteful. And the, the biggest issue I have is that when people like me say that they have an issue with this video, we're called homophobic. I'm not homophobic. I had nothing, no issues with him at the beginning of the video wearing women's clothing and, and wigs and whatnot. My issue is that he rode a pole t- to hell and danced with the devil and then killed the devil and put the devil's horns on his head. I don't really understand how you group and I get it. His argument or the argument from the LGBT community is that Christians always say that you guys are going to go to hell because you're gay. All of us don't do that. So why would you group all of us in the same category and spit in every single one of our faces like this? Like it's disturbing to me. And I just think it's it's very distasteful. And I'm glad that a lot of people are speaking out about it, because if not, you continue to have it. And like I get it. A lot of people are mad that we're saying stuff about it. But I'm going to continue to say that it's distasteful. You know, I didn't put all that together when I was watching the video, like how you just broke it down. I didn't I didn't. Now that you break it down that way, I'm like, oh, OK, because I, I, I saw all those things as separate things right mm-hmm. i didn't re- i didn't see the symbol the symbolism of sliding down the pole into hell you know having sex with the devil and then becoming the devil um i didn't I, i'm slow <laughs> I, I, I ain't put all that I ain't, I ain't put all that together i thought it was just him acting out his inhibitions you know as a as a gay man uh but you know what do you think Garnett? uh i'm when when the hell did we start giving a damn about Lil Nas X? When, <laughs> when did this even like, why is this a real thing right now? Were we even checking to see exactly what he's doing? There's no offense to him at all. I just didn't see him like being an artist like this, like being in this position right now to be able to like promote and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't like it. It wasn't tasteful to me, but I do understand, you know, he has his own artistry for whatever that most, you know, for whatever reason, but I also think that it's a power thing as well. You know, I, I I think when you're young and you do have this famous celebrity and money, you can get ahead of yourself on what you see for you, what you even see for yourself and not realize that you got more, you know, power than, and, and influence than you actually think out there. So, you know, I, I think this is, you know, he, he's young. He, this may be a mistake five years later, you know, he may look back and not feel the exact same way, but you know, right now, I feel like he's learning and growing, but he also doesn't recognize how much power and influence he really may have on, you know, his 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 culture. Yeah, I kind of feel both ways, but what both of you said, I mean, as a Christian, I did get that part, Jackson. I just don't like, like, anything that's kind of, like, demonic and even certain movies, I just don't get into. First of all, I'm scary, but I just don't get into <laughs> it. So, you know, from that part, I was disturbed. And I was more disturbed, like, really, on Holy Week, though, like you couldn't release this video like the week before or after we get out of Holy Week. So there, then it was that. But then there was this part of me, you know, to your part, Gar- Garnett, about just him being like so young. And again, he is young. He is a young homosexual man, black man at that, that probably and he expresses that he went through so many things and couldn't be himself. 
and now you get all this money and you're able to be creative and nobody's really stopping you, I kind of almost feel like this is his therapy, but in a not really great warped way. So it, I almost kind of felt sad for him too, overall. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I didn't, I mean, I'm Christian too. <laughs> I went to Catholic school. I didn't, I don't know why this didn't like move me tremendously and bother me. Like, let me tell you something. I watch um, Supernatural almost every day. And literally like that show is about the devil and angels, you know, um, in the Bible, there's always this good and this bad, you know, I didn't kind of, I didn't watch the video and think this is demonic or, you know, like, but I do think that he was trying to do the most extreme thing to get people to talk because he even said on Twitter, well, I I thought y'all was going to be bashing me and say that I'm part of the Illuminati or something like that because of all the demonic stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he wanted the attention and he got it, you know, but I, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't super offended by it. You know, Um, that's just me. You know, I, I, I don't take any of it literal. And maybe that's why I'm not offended by it, because I just thought it was him literally doing the crazy, the most craziest thing that he could do, you know, to try to get people's attention. And um, I think the, the the little line in the in the front where it says this is where you act out your inhibitions. I think that kind of tied it in for me. So but interesting assessments. Now I can see why other people are upset. Hey, l- listen, he, <laughs> he also put well. They said, because, you know, he, he came out with sneakers to go along with, like, this video and, and this music. He said he put a, a drop of blood in each shoe, and it was 666 pairs of sneakers. Like, th- this is too, this is the, an attention grab, you know? Um, that's what it is to me. Um, you know, we'll see what happens in a year. He's point. getting it. He, he Good, bad, or indifferent, he's getting it. He's loving it from what we see his response to people like man, he's just like trolling people and he's like enjoying it. But think about it. Have we ever had a gay artist be this out there? Never. And it's like, as much as we're saying that there's probably other people that are like, wow, he's so free and he's so creative. Mm -hmm. And he's so like, there's a a whole nother group of people that I feel like might be like, wow, we can finally be out there. And, you know, he has to suffer that because he's the first one to do it. Right. What do you think, Dex? I see your face. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree. I just I think there are ways and there are so many artists who represent for the LGBT community that allow you and tell you that you, you can and you should and you are out there. And I don't even think you have to be gay to celebrate gay people. I think everybody does it. Everybody in different walks of life and in different industries, they celebrate this community. I don't think you need to take a thing that people say you're going to go to hell and you do that whole display like that to, to prove a point that you can be out there or whatever. I, I just don't think that that's necessary. And I think the community has made major strides. I really do. I think that like overall, I think the world is trying to be and beginning to be a lot more accepting of that community. And I just think a thing like this kind of like messes it up for everybody because people start to put everybody in the same category, just like he did. And that's not okay. You know what I noticed about myself though, how much I have progressed, right? I will never forget watching Brokeback Mountain and watching the first like man on man, like kissing, you know, sex scene. And I was like, (gasps) I was, I was like, I I had to like pause it because I was not used to it. I had never, I had never seen anything like that on TV. And I was like, and I felt bad because I'm like, I'm, I know I'm not homophobic. Right. I know that. Like, I, I have plenty of gay friends. Not that that doesn't make you homophobic, but there's nothing in me that makes me see someone gay and I'm like, oh, I don't like you. You know, I, that, I don't have a drop of blood, but I could not understand why that made me feel uncomfortable. But it's because I had, I had never seen a display of sexuality like that between two men, let alone on TV, Right. But now watching this video, nothing in this video bothered me. And I was like, I have really come a long way with what I will, what I accept, you know, when it comes to visually on TV and and on the Internet. 
if I saw him in that video kiss another man, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I don't care about that. Like, if that's what you would have done, you I would not comment about it. I actually like the song, too. I would have no issue with him doing that if he kissed another man. The issue was that the other man in the video was the devil. Devil. The, well, the, the, the devil is a problem for you, not the him sliding down the pole. So if he would have sli slid down the pole into the hell without the devil, would it be a little bit better? Maybe let's not go to hell. <laughs> but look, if you if you want to slide down a pole, bro, slide down the pole. I go to strip clubs and I see these women start slide down the pole. I can't tell a man not to slide down the pole. I'm not going to do it. But if that's what you want to do, I don't got no issue with that. If you want to wear high heels and mess up your, your feet, I hear women say they don't want to wear high heels. But if you want to be a man and you throw high heels on and tear your feet up, then you go for it, bro. That's not my business. But just don't involve the devil in hell into your situation. Okay. Garnett, nothing? Okay. <laughs> I thought you was going to add a little right. five cents in there. <laughs> no, I, I was going to go back to your point just about, like, uh, progressing. You know, you, you were saying that you were progressing. Uh, uh, how can I pronounce this word? Yeah, you, you said it. Progressing. Yeah, you said it right the first time. Um, Fake it till but, you make it, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I, I feel like you may also be just desensitized to it. That don't necessarily mean progression. Like, you can almost look on TV and you can see it anywhere now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it, literally there's not much that can shock me besides, you know, there's some things that still shock me. Like when I see police brutality, I still get like angry and crying and I'm Ugh. but there's not a lot on the Internet that shocks me anymore. But I can't even imagine having a child these days. Seriously, like yeah. <laughs> I can't. Honest, they're, talking about, they're talking about wet vagina. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of inappropriate content on the Internet, Lil Boosie has been kicked off of Instagram again. Uh, this time he decided to call Mark Zuckerberg a racist. Reactions. Uh, I actually think that that's hilarious that Mark Zuckerberg is flexing his power like that. I did the same right. thing too. The hell off my platform <laughs> talking about me like that. <laughs> so, that's the one most importantly. Uh I mean, boozy is boozy, man. He probably do deserve to be on timeout because he's li He's a firecracker. He's liable to say or do anything against anybody and not care. I know, you know, a couple couple months ago he was speaking on uh, Dwayne Wade and his son's situation where daughter. that really knows daughter. daughter. He, you know, he he's poking his head somewhere where necessarily he don't have to be poking. But then again, you know, he's also somebody that you know, has a, has children and let them do things that normal parents probably wouldn't do as well. So probably, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they do it in different places. I can always see how I was raised. I have no clue what other people used to, but uh, yeah, he, he's just a firecracker. So Mark Zuckerberg, I think he's hilarious for that flexing his power. Don't slander him. Tom probably would have did the same thing on MySpace. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I, I think Arnett is right. I, I think that if I own the platform and you're talking garbage about me, you out of here. <laughs> you don't talk trash about me. And then not just trash. You don't call me a racist. You didn't talk. You didn't say my favorite sports team is trash. You ain't talking about my outfit. You don't call me a racist. Right. Like, oh, you got to go. But yeah, and I also, think I think. I think accountability is really important, too, in this day and age. And I think like him doing that to him, granted, it is flexing his muscles a little bit, but it's also holding people accountable for what you say. Yeah, I was going to say we live in this age where we just had, you know, a president in office that we know it was very it was very visible about we're going to hold people accountable now for what you say and what you do on your platforms. So I think that although, you know, I, everybody was mad, Bootsy lost all his followers, da, 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 like, yeah, like you have to fall in line now. You know, I know little Duval was on Instagram jail for a while. Like, you know, it, I, I just don't think we can't have it one way for certain people and not for everybody. So you just have to be very careful about what you're doing on this platform or in your platforms now. You know what, though? I don't like using the racist word just because someone does something to you and they're white. Like, it's not like he just did it to you because you're a black man. He's trying to hold you down and he's a racist. That's not what's going on here. You're irresponsible. You do dumb shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why you don't deserve to be on the platform. I mean, did you see him smack that man? And then like, yeah. And it was hard. And then yeah. they try to come out later and say he paid him. I don't give a crap yeah, if you him. paid him or not. That doesn't make it right to slap somebody on social media. That's assault, whether the person got paid or not. And like you they do. They have community guidelines like 
if you violate, it tells you. I didn't, somebody reported one, and I don't know if it was an accident, but you know how to tell you somebody, because I don't post anything like that. But you know, even us as us with, you know, not 5 million followers, it will tell you like, hey, this violates Instagram's community guidelines. So I think you just have to be accountable. Yeah, I like it. Pull all the crap off social media. Sometimes I, I'm going on there. I'm like, what is this? Oh, Twitter's the worst. You can go on Twitter right now and see a porn scene, like for real. No, <laughs> I've, I've seen penis. Wild, wild I've seen penis on the in, on Twitter. Like I'll go yeah. on there. And I'm like, oh wow, Trey Songs is penis. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that was on there. And don't do that. He nasty now. You see and what he doing? Safari's was on Twitter. Safari's was on Twitter too. <laughs> but it's I also the guy, my, my 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 high school and and college um classmates. Their penis is on Twitter too. Like I don't need <laughs> it. Like I want that. <laughs> We're just going to change this subject. Too much penis talking about it. Um, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> oh, your penis is on the internet? Oh, no, no. Are you sure? Did you do a Twitter search? No. Next subject, guys. Next. <laughs> well, we'll see because he started a whole nother Instagram now. I just wish he would just give up. Go to Snapchat. Go to TikTok. Go somewhere else. That's the other thing. Like, if I ever got kicked off of Twitter and I'm famous, specifically, and I'm not saying anybody should do this, but if I was a famous former president and they kicked me off of Twitter, I'm going to create another one. I'm getting back on Twitter. Like, what are you talking about? I'm getting back on here so I can talk my trash. Just saying. <laughs> and you go get blocked Don't again. Give <laughs> Don't give people ideas, Dak. Um, all right. Real quickly, you know, on this podcast, we love teeth. Michael Strahan closes Gap. And it's weird because it seems like it, took like an hour. <laughs> I mean, we don't know how long the video was, but I'm like, did he really close his gap or did he get fake teeth? Um, it, I mean, it looks good, but what what does it say? I mean, it's not like his teeth are cri- crippled. He just got a gap. What does it say about where we are in society where you can't even have a cute ass gap? You got to close that. What do you guys think? Well, I don't think there's any such thing as a cute ass gap. Personally, I'm not into it. Like I had a gap. And like, I, as soon as I could, I got to gotta close. I, I can't take it. I don't like it. I don't like gaps. But I will say this. I'm a big fan of Michael Strahan and I followed his career for years. And like he was known for his gap. Like he, I think right. he's known more for his gap than he is for his football career. Or his TV career. Yeah. Right. So for That's him, of all people. Him. To close his gap, I feel like it's 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 bad. And I just if I was younger and wanting to be a journalist and stuff like that and seeing Michael Strahan on Good Morning America with a gap, that would give me confidence. Like, OK, I can do it even with mm-hmm. the gap. Now you're going to close it up. Now, it, it is. Uh, I guess it is a little strange to see him not with the gap, because like you said, Dex, he actually like brands things like uh, according to that as well. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's pretty famous for it. But it does tell you one thing, doesn't it? Right. It, it, I believe it tells you that, you know, he was just a little insecure about that to even go and get it. I mean, you know, he's handsome. He he, he has the job. He has the money. money. He has every he has everything really going for him. But, you know, he still opted to do that. You know, so I just think that just lets you know it's coming from a deeper place. So, you know, for him or for whoever, you know, is out there fixing their teeth, if it's coming from a good place, I always support it. So. Is it a good place or is it a self-esteem issue? I was going to say it might be a little self-esteem and I, not in a bad way. Like, Dex, to your point, like, I think I see people and I'm like, oh, that gap is cute. But people who have the gaps, they don't feel that way. Like, they don't normally feel that way. And I know some people who have talked about it. But again, like, when it kind of becomes your signature, then you're like, well, wait, should I do it? Because I'm kind of known as the, the, oh, that's the cute singer girl with the gap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I think for the people that have it, it's something that whether they were growing up getting teased about, you know, it's something that just follows them the rest of the way. But obviously with Michael, I mean, how old is he? Yeah, I definitely don't think I definitely think for Michael Strahan, I really don't think it's an insecurity situation because this man has first off, Michael Strahan was engaged. I think it is. Over. He didn't have to close it. He doesn't yeah. have to do it for career. He doesn't have to do it for no. money. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why you would close it unless it like it's really deep inside, like a self-esteem thing, like you're self-conscious about it. There's no reason for him to close it. Like, how old is he? I mean, he's like in his 40s, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, at this point in his career, he didn't have to do that. It wasn't like he came right out of football and he's trying to go into the broadcast career. He's been 
been in that. Like he's been there. He's forty nine years old. He about to be fifty. Okay, you better right. be. A, he did not need to do that. You better be okay with your gap at fifty years old. Like I'm just he's saying. Right out. <laughs> right. It's be a lifestyle change, pseudo man. You know, uh, he he could spit a lot. Maybe maybe he got tired of spitting a lot. I don't know. At forty nine. Yeah. I'm going to deal with it. If I'm 49, you got to deal with it. It's just this is me. It's something Wait. to do with the mass. Today's mass. You can't. He's spitting on himself. That's oh, that's it. That's it. He he knew we was coming out of his mass, so he wanted to look. Dex, <laughs> people with a gap don't spit, do they? I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to offend nobody with a gap. Listen. <laughs> I don't know. Did I say I had a, I had a large Listen, gap? Like, he like, had, I had money for how long, y'all? It is not because he was spitting on anyone. <laughs> this man played in the NFL for years. He transitioned. He's been doing sports broadcasting, Good Morning America for years, commercials. This had to be an overall, it always bothered him, self esteem wise. I'm 49 before my 50th birthday. I'm a close together. You know what I think it was? I think I think he lost a bet. Somebody bet him because because I, I don't think Michael Strahan has an issue with it, but I know other people in society have an issue with it. And I think somebody was like, if you lose this bet, you got to close your game. And he was like, I'll take the bet. And he lost. That's what it I, was. I think it's a self-esteem issue, to be honest. And me, I am disappointed in him because I, I think that as a TV personality, they force you to kind of go into these certain um, stereotypes. You have to have straight teeth. You have to have straight hair. You have to talk perfect. And I just feel like as human beings, we're not like that. And even me trying to transition into TV, I find myself like annoyed with these norms that are a part of that, that, that standard in that industry. And I loved that he looked different, that his teeth were mm. different. And I'm sure that he was a role model for a lot of other people, for them to keep their gap and be comfortable and, and confident in their gap. And I was very disappointed. And I think, um, you know, at 49 years old, you would think that, you know, he had enough self-esteem to just keep it and ride out, especially since he's become kind of like a symbol and inspiration for people with a gap in their teeth. I'm going to be honest with you. I know a few people with gaps and none of them was inspired by Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've, like, I've never seen a movement on gaps. That's the one thing I've never seen. <laughs> he, listen, he could have, he could have been the leader of the gap movement. They should have did a commercial. <laughs> listen, don't, there's nothing wrong with your gap. There's nothing actually, wrong with you. He actually missed out on so much like endorsement money with just the clothes. <laughs> like he should have been doing that. He should have just, he should have been doing it. I'm disappointed in him, but look, whatever, whatever peer pressure forced you into doing this. I get it. You know, uh, TV standards are very, very difficult and we're breaking them down as, as the years go by. I mean, I'm starting to see so many women with curly hair, but, you know, um, th this is very much an issue. You know, we don't see natural looking people on TV. Everybody's super skinny. Do you know, like how many times I've been like, oh, my God, I can't go over this weight because I'll look like a hippopotamus on TV. Like, I just want to be fat on TV. I wanted to I want to get to a point where I can get, I'm just saying like I just want to get to a point where I could be a thick girl on TV. Right. The camera really really adds yeah. 10 pounds. It really does. You know, mm -hmm. and I think this this kind of strikes a nerve with me because it's part of a bigger issue of the standard and the norm when it comes to you being a social person. I mean, uh, um, uh, a, uh, a personality, uh, a public figure, you know, mm -hmm. like even my mother be like, oh, you gain a couple of pounds. You a public figure. You got to reel that in. I'm like, mom, you know, like I, and my mom's like my momager. You know what I'm saying? But this is a problem. And I, he was leading the torch when it came to people, you know, um, with their gaps. But you got to holla at Plies with the same energy. Tell him to go get his gold teeth back because that's how we like our down south rappers. So with gold teeth, you got to have that same energy now, with Plies. That's different, though. That's a that's an enhancement. That's not natural. He wasn't born with... No, he, he was wasn't born with gold teeth. teeth. I mean, that might be debatable. I do feel like those down south rappers are brothers. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> In fact, I feel like the teeth was probably the gold teeth was rotting, rotting his real teeth. Like wow. he probably had nice teeth under there the whole time. And because he had gold teeth over them, they, they got bad and he had to go and get them, you know, reconstructed and everything. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Our topic for today is uh, something based off a weekend that I just had. Uh, have you been in a COVID unsafe environment? You know, the weather's getting nice. More states are lifting restrictions. We're going up to 50 percent, 75 percent in some states, 100 um, percent. Have you been in an, env- an environment where you literally felt unsafe and you thought you were going to get COVID? I was just at Target and I know it sounds funny <laughs> and I know this sounds funny, but this is really the truth. Wasn't this weekend. It was the weekend before. I don't know if it was because it was really nice outside. It was like 70 and people got their stimulus checks, but because <laughs> the stores are no longer doing like a certain number of people in the store, Target was so crowded that I walked in, I picked two things up. I felt like I was just going to get COVID because that is how many people were in the store. It was ridiculous. I literally put the stuff down and just walked out because I felt like there's no way I can shop through the store right now with all these people. Yeah, You know, and that was probably our norm before, but now that doesn't feel natural to me anymore. Like, even though they had their mask on, obviously nobody has gloves. It felt too cluttered. Like, I felt like I was like, you know, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was at the the other day. I went to go pick up some food down the street from my house at Latin America. (laughs) I love Latin America restaurant. It was packed in there. It was packed, so, so I kind of felt like you, but I had to get my food, so I, I literally died for that. Listen, <laughs> their food is so good. I never had like, food. You were like, I'm going to get this COVID to get yes. this food. Listen, Don't say that, Garnett. Everything is so good over there. Everything. I, yeah, so that, that, that was the last time. Other than that, I really don't go anywhere. Well, I guess I'm very paranoid. So I f- have felt like I've been in an unsafe COVID environment every single time I've left the house. Like, <laughs> I'm very paranoid about COVID. Like I stay in the house, like literally for the most part, I was in the house, in the house. And then like certain things have started to happen. I've had to go out. Like my cousin um, got murdered. So I had to go to Mississippi for a funeral. I thought I was going to be in the casket next to him, y'all. Like, I mean, like Mississippi is not like Philadelphia. They were like, you know, it's a COVID funeral. So forth and so on. I'm like, okay, I feel a little comfortable to go. So I'll go. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. A COVID funeral? Yeah, like, yeah, like a funeral during COVID. You can't have as many people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you have mask on. Okay. Yeah, everybody, everybody had on mask, but when I tell you it was packed, everyone was hugging. Like they didn't, they did in Mississippi. They don't care about COVID. It doesn't exist. They only had on masks because the people were forcing them to have on masks. As soon as we left out of the church, they were pulling the mask off. Give me a hug. And I'm like, I can't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, this past weekend, my one of my friends, my fiance is one of her friends. They weren't able to have an actual wedding because of COVID. So they had like a justice of the peace situation. And then they had like a little get together at their home. So we go into the house and nobody has on a mask. And I'm like, now I feel stupid because like I want to sit here with a mask on because that's safe to me or whatever. Everybody else is just like, you can take your mask off. And I'm like, well, when's the last time y'all got tested? <laughs> like, like <laughs> what's happening here? So, like, I felt I, on Friday night, I was like, I have COVID. Like, because there was so <laughs> many people there. <laughs> it was so many people there. I felt uncomfortable. So I took the mask off because of peer pressure. I did a toast with these people. Yeah, I took a test on Monday. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Dexter, we are kindred spirits. I literally, I have the same story, but finish. No, no, that was it. Like, I, I, I don't have it as of today. Like, I took the test and it, I'm sorry, yesterday. I, did, I didn't have it, but I was, on Friday night, I was, I was nervous like, all you, weekend. I was like, you know you got COVID, right? <laughs> oh my God, I w- the same thing happened to me this same date, Dexter. You know what it was? Friday, it went up to like 75. That's what happened, mm-hmm. right? And it was so pretty. And I was like, I want to go out for a happy hour, right? So um, I'm not going to say where I went, but I went somewhere and um, I had made a, a reservation. I knew a girl that is a waitress at this place. She made me a reservation for an outside table. So I'm like, okay, it can't be that bad. An outside table that's safe, right? They tell you, you know, outside is safer than inside. So I get there 
And I literally felt like it was Miami in there. I'm like, what is going on here? It was, first of all, the venue is huge. There were so many people outside and everybody was like in their little, you know, area. But I was so overwhelmed. No one was wearing a mask. They were smoking hookah. And I'm like, hello, you're you're inhaling hookah, outhaling COVID and putting it in the air. Wait, wait, they were sharing the same. I, I wasn't even looking that okay. far. All I see was the hookah smoke cloud. Out, and I felt like I was in Miami and I was paranoid. So I was like, oh, no, sit me inside. So I was inside. I, can I tell y'all when I was inside, this man grabbed me to tell me I was beautiful. This guy had no mask on and walked up to our table and asked us what we was drinking. Like I was like, what is going on? I'm in the twilight zone. Right. So finally, we're like, but it was a good time. Like the food was good. I was drinking Hennessy. I was getting a little buzz. The the, <laughs> the, the DJ was popping. I'm like, ooh, I'm about to start doing happy hours on Friday. Right. At, at an indoor restaurant. Nice and safe. So then um, my friend, uh, my friend leaves. And I was going to go say goodbye to the DJ, the DJ that was outside, not the DJ that was inside. I knew the DJ that was outside. So I go to say goodbye to the DJ and my friend's like, nah, girl, I'm not going outside. That's how bad it was out there. Wow. So I was like, OK, I'll go just say goodbye and leave. I have my mask on. Right. So I go outside to say goodbye to the DJ. And then I seen this cute boy that um, I used to text and he's outside. <laughs> And but he was like outside in the corner, in the back, like in the cut, you know, he wasn't like in the midst of everything. No one was smoking hookah over there. So he asked me to come hang out with him. So I was like, OK, your friend is outside with the Uber like, oh, uh, hello. <laughs> no, that girl left. She was like, bye, girl. I ain't going over there. So I was like, all right, nobody was wearing a mask to your point, Dexter. So I'm like, I'm not. We're outside. I mean, it can't be that oh, bad. Right. So I didn't have my mask on. Right. You feel the pressure, right? Don't you feel Wait, the pressure? I did. <laughs> and I feel bad that a boy let me mm, corrupt mm. all kind of moralities. I'm not, I don't even give in to peer pressure. But, you know, it was liquor. It was liquor. <laughs> like, I literally took my mask off to drink liquor. Hennessy should not have that much power over me. <laughs> It does. It does. I think you know what? And I think that was part of it, too, because I already had some Hennessy. But in my mind, I'm justifying what I'm doing. Right. I'm like, OK, I'm just next to him. You know, he had friends. But when we were sitting, it was like a picnic table. So his friends were on the other side of the picnic table and I was next to him. So I felt safe. I was next to, you know, there was no one behind me, no one on the side of me. As the night progressed, it turned into a covid nightmare. And I started to feel like anxiety and then like you know people are getting drunk and now someone comes towards me to, to talk to me and I'm like this because I'm like you know we ain't got masks on we got a social distance so I end up leaving and I swear to you the next day I woke up I'm like I got COVID I got my throat really was hurting. No, it really hurt. My throat was hurting because it was 80 degrees. No, girl. I, so and then the next night I woke up with night with night fevers. Like I woke up sweaty. I had sweat my hair out. That's why I got little bumps right here. That's from the COVID sweat. So I got a test like you, uh, Dex, yesterday. It's a, did y'all hear how me said that, though? She. You, you know, you just make me feel so comfortable, boy. Like, <laughs> to be honest with you, though, this is the only time. This is the only time I'm gonna take I'm my mask, mask off. off. Look, look, I, I don't, I don't normally do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. So bad, it, 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 it's really so bad because you want to do it. Like you really do internally. You don't want to have the mask on. I could see you outside right now with no mask on, and I would just take my mask off just because you because I don't want to have it on. But it's like you, it's it's, it's difficult now. We need another shutdown. Well, I, but the thing was, I felt safe in that moment. You know, yeah. we were outside. I was, you go through your head, all the things that make it okay. Right. We're outside. They're over there. I'm six feet away from all these people. I'm really close to this guy, but it's okay because I like him. And, um, <laughs> and I'm not drinking out of any bottles. I wasn't drinking with them at all. Like I wasn't sharing anything. I was in my section, you know, but then as the night progressed and people started getting drunk, things started happening for 
me, it was when the waitress came over to ask me where I got my coat from and her she had her mask was on her chin. I was like, oh, no, I got I got to go. <laughs> I was like, did she bring you your food? No, that's the thing. I was when I was outside with the boy, I was not drinking because okay, I wanted okay. to I wanted to limit like my interaction with people on purpose, you know, and it's like the waitress walked up to me to ask me where I got my coat from. I wasn't even drinking, lady. Go away. And then I was like, I don't know. And then like turned around and scurried off like, you know, inched off further away from her. But I love, you know, I I, I had to leave after that. Don't y'all hate that though when you're on the market and somebody talking to you like, well, because and you looking at their nose hanging out the mask, like, I don't know. <laughs> you know I just went to go look at furniture the other, the other day and the lady's talking to us and she's writing numbers down. Her nose is out the whole time. She's talking to us and writing numbers down. And at one point she pulled the mask down a little bit more and I said, put your mask back on. <laughs> this is a re- <laughs> This is the reason I want to have this conversation, though, because how do you deal with this? Like, I think moving forward, I'm going to like I have to tell people, I listen, you're making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I that's the thing. I felt bad because, you know, I'm with this boy. I'm not trying to have him be like, oh, Mina's so extra. She was telling everybody off, trying to be everybody's mama, trying to tell the waitress to put her mask on properly. So I wasn't trying to be that person. But like I, I, I regret being there. You know, and I wish that I would have been more honest because, you know, you don't want to be mean or confrontational or start a problem with people. You've seen you've seen them videos on YouTube where people start fighting over someone saying, put your mask on. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm that person. And after if you touch me, I'm like, oh, what did you say? As I'm spraying hands, sanitize on to see that I'm like, do you want some? Because you just touched me. Okay. I'm that person. I don't even care. I'm in the store like I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Because you're a little too close to me. (laughs) I am that person. I'm going to start being that person because I felt like I could have avoided a lot of my uncomfortability by just being honest. But like, I didn't want to be like the prude, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're in this environment. Everybody doesn't care, but you care. And like, you're trying to manage just having a normal life and being like, I haven't been out for a year. I haven't hung out with a boy outside in a year. Like, I was like, I was living my best life. I'm with a boy that I like. I'm outside. Like, this is great. Streets again. A couple more shots of Hennessy. You wouldn't have cared about COVID. <laughs> Tell you that. Until the next day. <laughs> the next day, it always hits you. <laughs> be like, Damn, well, take, take a couple more shots the next day. Yeah, be all right. Listen, but I learned my lesson. I'm not going back outside again. I'm getting my vaccine because of this. This really incentivized me to really like actively pursue getting the vaccine because I want to have a layer of protection in situations like this. So do I. I was not going to get my vaccine and then COVID hit my house personally. And now I'm like, okay, I guess I got to fall in line and get it. I'm getting it. I'm already on the list. My mom's getting it. I'm getting it because I want to have a life. Like, literally. I'm like, my whole life. Oh, Pooh. Pa- Pooh, we need it, Pooh. We need it, Pooh. What are you, we need I, it. What are you just going to stay in the house forever? Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to live my life. I will see y'all when we all 75 years old. I'll holler at y'all. I'm living my life. Why are you not going to get to 75? Pooh, I was like you. I was we don't know about this vaccine but again seeing a personal person in your family go through what that does to you like mina said it's not you know the vaccine you can still get it but you'll never get that sick like how my family member got and actually having to see that person knowing i can't help them gloves masks everything seeing that much pain and them describing like i cannot tell you what this feels like this doesn't feel like anything in my life like that really that was everything I needed to be like, okay, yep, I got to get the vaccine. Even, again, the person who did not want the vaccine is like, listen, if they can sign me up today for the vaccine, <laughs> but she got to wait 30 days. But she's like, I'm I'm sold now. Like, did not want it, wasn't going to get it. And she's like, because I'm never going to this again. Wait, you got to wait 30 days if you have COVID to get the vaccine? Because you have the antibodies in your body. So they, they have some, like a, a, a timeline that you have to wait to get the vaccine. Like, I'm congested right now. I can't wait to get my results. I'm scared. That's what I'm saying. You know, everything, especially when it hits your household. Listen, I couldn't have a nose drip. I was like, oh, my God, because I had my gloves on downstairs. I got the COVID. I'm taking five COVID tests 
<laughs> Yo, there was one point where I was at the place where there was a guy and he wasn't close to me at all, but he started laughing. And I swear to you, I felt like a drip on my cheek right here. <laughs> and I was like, I got COVID. <laughs> I said, and listen, I I pray to God. I'm over here joking, but I still don't have my results. I pray to God that I do not have COVID because I know exactly where I got it, the time, the day, and I know that I was in an irresponsible situation, in an irresponsible environment. And it wasn't by my doing, it's everybody else. When people start getting drunk, everything goes out the window. Everything. You cannot yeah, drink. You already told us, me to win the hennies in the system. Ain't know. no telling. <laughs> Listen, your mom warned you that boys had cooties. That's what it is. That's what you got. That's a, that's a different type of cooties they got now. <laughs> You know what it is, though? You know, when you're young and you have unprotected sex for the first time. Right. And like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that, but you did it anyways. And then the next day you're like, oh, my God, I have an STD and you got to go get tested. (laughs) That's what I felt like. And it's literally like that, because if you do have it, you kind of got to get in contact with people you've been around. Like, hey, I've been around you and I have COVID. So I want to go get tested. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know what the most disappointing part about this is, is I left. So I think the boy felt like like I didn't like him or something like some type of way. And I haven't even talked to him. So I risked my life to hang out with you. Oh, no. Y'all needed to talk after you risk your life. I'm sorry. Hello. But, you know, um, I don't think he understood why I wanted to leave. And I think he just thinks that I just wasn't into him or something like that. He's like, not for you. If he don't understand COVID is serious, he's not for you anymore. I just I was disappointed. <laughs> Seriously. Next man. Good morning. What? Text him tomorrow and say good morning. I will. And take a picture with the red lipstick on and post it on Instagram tonight. Oh, yeah. Boom. Really? Yeah, for sure. Should I show my boobs? No, I said okay. on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You about to get kicked off Instagram. <laughs> you can do it on Twitter. We already established. <laughs> right. You better take that. You better take that over to Twitter. No. <laughs> I mean, should I put like a... a Y'all know what I mean. Like a a tank top on where you see the girls a little bit. Like, I should just take it with my Milano sweatshirt. That's what you said. Probably best because you don't want to you don't want to take the picture that he want to come over with no mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I would be like, I'm going to leave the door open. I will leave the door open. Just put your mask on. I will leave the door open. Oh, get the hand sanitizer and come up the stairs. That's it. You ain't doing that. I will. I will take a picture and put it up, Dex, and I'll tag you. And because <laughs> you want him to think it's for him, <laughs> I'm not gonna tag him either because I want people in my business, okay? That's true, but I risked my life for this boy. And look, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm gonna text him I risked my life for you. <laughs> <laughs> I might have COVID because of you. <laughs> you might have COVID. Matter of fact, he I'm might have a call, he might got COVID. You might need to check one up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you get the results back and then be like, I risked my life for you, but thankfully I got my test back and it's negative. So that's a reason to have a conversation. Okay. (laughs) All right. I will. And I'll put my picture up. All right, guys. Thank you for watching us and our shenanigans. It's the 171st episode of the Meanest House podcast. I got it right this time, right? Because, you know, I've been messing up the numbers. I'm not good with numbers. (laughs) I mean, to say what? (laughs) I'm Shayna B. Ronette Briscoe. Dex Stucky. (laughs) Thanks for watching. Talk to you next week.